With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. Listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Listening to Fox Sports Radio. Hoping to cure your Monday blues. Glad you're with us. Week two of the NFL preseason wraps up tonight with the Jaguars and Saints playing in New Orleans. Then we're going to have a week three and a little different NFL schedule because of the 17 regular season games of the three preseason games. Teams could have about two weeks of time to get ready for week one. So they'll get a bit of a breather over Labor Day weekend and a couple of days before that and then head into the NFL regular season. The preseason, George, also allows us time to really put an end to what happened in 2020 and look ahead to the 2021 season. The NFL Network loves to get us into the football uh, mood, and when you bring out rankings, you know there's going to be controversy. Consider me hook, line, and sinker. I took the bait. The NFL's top 100 list is down to 10. We will find out the top 10 coming up on Sunday in the final uh, the final reveal. But the order of the 10, we don't know. We do know who the top 10 players that are going to make up the top 10, who they will be, because the NFL Network did reveal those players. In alphabetical order, this is who's going to make up the top 10 of the NFL's top 100, voted on by fellow NFL players. Devontae Adams of the Packers, Josh Allen of the Bills, Bucks quarterback Tom Brady, Rams defensive lineman Aaron Donald, Titans tailback Derrick Henry, DeAndre Hopkins of the Cardinals, Chiefs tight end Travis Kelsey, his teammate quarterback Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers of the Packers, and T.J. Watt of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Are there any names of those 10 that will make up the top 10 that, I don't know, hit your ear and say, Eh, I don't know if they should be in that top 10. Any of those names make you feel that way, George? Um, Yeah, a, a couple of them. First thing is, I am very surprised, which I don't mind, though, is that they have Tyreek Hill at 15 and Travis Kelsey inside the top 10. I thought that that was very interesting. 
Um, because people normally value wide receivers higher than they do, you know, even, even if they don't necessarily think they're better, it's seen as more of a premium position. So I thought that, that, that was a little bit interesting. And also, um, who was the, who was the last name that you said? TJ Watt. T.J. Watt of the Steelers. Yeah, in in terms of because I think that players realize how good T.J. Watt is, but then when his Madden rating came out, people were like, "Oh, you got T.J. Watt ranked above this and this guy." And so I think that there's a difference between what players think and sometimes what fans think. The the thing that I I guess I I like and I don't like, and I'm I'm a bit in the middle of it is. I, I'm surprised, but I'm not surprised that there are four quarterbacks out of the 10. And I think that when you look at back at last year, Aaron Rodgers was the MVP. Josh Allen was in that conversation last year. Patrick Mahomes was in that conversation. And we know that Tom Brady ended up winning a Super Bowl and Tom Brady's Tom Brady finishing with, what, 40 touchdown passes. I get it, but I also think like, okay, let's kind of let's kind of expand where we are. Let's let's really look at all the positions. I don't have a problem with Travis Kelsey. I actually have a problem with another wide receiver on the list, Who? And I, DeAndre Hopkins. And and the reason that I have a problem with DeAndre Hopkins is Stephon Diggs didn't make this this list. And Stephon Diggs was on a team and a big reason well, why. Well, well he was he was in the top 20. Yeah, he was at number 11, I believe. I believe he was just on the outside looking in when it came to it. But when I look at Stephon Diggs, he's on a team that went to the AFC Championship game. When I look at Devontae Adams, uh, he's on a team that went to the NFC Championship game. They put up numbers that are tops in the National Football League. DeAndre Hopkins didn't lead in receptions or yards or touchdowns and was on a team that was had a defense that was average at best that trailed a lot in a pass-happy offense. And so I understand like other players respect DeAndre Hopkins' game, and this may be what this is more about, but I just don't think that I don't think that he fits into this when you look at when you look at the players and you look at the teams that are on this list nine out of the ten players that made the top ten had their teams go to the postseason and DeAndre Hopkins had a nice season but like Derrick Henry had 2,000 yards last year in in carrying the football for the Tennessee Titans and is the reason that they ended up winning the AFC South like DeAndre Hopkins had none of that he had a great catch against Buffalo on a Hale Murray and that's what put him in the top 10. I, I, when, when they reveal the, t- the 10 on Sunday, number 10 is going to be DeAndre Hopkins because he just, to me, doesn't fit in with the other nine. Yeah, uh, the, it's interesting how players fall and rise so high on here. Like if you if you look at a guy like George Kittle, right? George Kittle is number 50 this year. Guess how many spots he was down from last year. And and granted, he was he was out for the better part of this this season, but he still was a very good blocker. 48 receptions, 634 yards and two touchdowns prior to going on IR. So he missed the majority of the season. Mm-hmm. So how many spots? Because he's at number 50 now. Where do you think he was last year? Unless uh, you know. I, yeah, I would say top 20. He was number seven last year. Wow. So so if you get injured, there's going to be some, you know, payback for that. I, I mean, I mean, even when you look at Tom, Tom Brady, Tom Brady is going to be inside the top 10. I would be willing to bet without even looking that he was outside of the top 10 going into last season. Yeah, he uh, Tom Brady was 14 last year. Yeah, it, it, exactly. And now he's going to be like number three right now. The the of the of the top 16 players. Oh, he might even end up being above Patrick Mahomes. Watch who who should be number one. I you know I think Rodgers ends up being number one. The only the only guarantee this is this is oh what he, I, he are, was the MVP. Yes, yeah. He was this is what I think happens. I think Rodgers is number one. I think Aaron Donald is number two. I think that there are enough people in the league and in our business 
that appreciate Aaron Donald and believe that he's the best football player in the NFL. Regardless of position, the, 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 the player who, I mean, Aaron Donald is just, just an absolute beast. And I think that he'll be number two. I don't think they're going to have quarterbacks be one, two, and three. And I actually think that Josh Allen will end up being three. Where Brady and Mahomes go, I don't know. But I think there's going to be love to the Buffalo quarterback. But I think Rodgers goes one. Aaron Donald ends up being two. And I think that Josh Allen will be will be three. Maybe you have Mahomes and Brady after that, four, five. But I think that's where you can then, you know, six through ten, you're putting T.J. Watt and you're putting Derrick Henry and you're putting Devontae Adams and those guys. But I think Rodgers is one. Hopkins being... Uh, ends up being 10 and Donald and Allen just fall short of being number one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think you're probably right there. The, the top 16, when I go to players, 15 of them have been to the playoffs. You had Stefan Diggs at 11, Russell Wilson, 12, Jalen Ramsey, 13, Alvin Kamara, 14. And then uh, you mentioned Tyree kill at 15, then miles Garrett, 16, Xavier Howard of the dolphins ended up coming in at number 17. The dolphins didn't make the, uh, postseason last year so that so out of the top 16 deandre hopkins was the only player there and it's not to be a rain on deandre hopkins parade but i just there's i think he benefits from bill o'brien being such an idiot and trading him and making such a bad deal like i think deandre hopkins is great but the the cardinals are a bad football team so they're throwing the football a lot they're already in a pass happy offense and they it, it, he didn't lead the league in any of the, you know, the main categories as I talked about. It's like there's a little, little bit, maybe a little bit too much hype that we put behind DeAndre Hopkins at times. See, that's very interesting because there is a lot of people who feel like that about him. They're like, yo, he's good, but he's not like he's clearly very difficult to a guard. He catches the ball. He caught the Hail Murray, all, all of those things. But something about. And it could be and and it's not the fact that he's quiet and kind of all those those things, because Devontae Adams is as well. I think the fact that his team is not necessarily as good is the thing that evokes that emotion and questioning how good he is because of because the Cardinals aren't as good. So I think that that makes us inherently question you know where he yeah. belongs on the list. Like, like you're you're effectively saying, if you're the players in breaking this down, you're effectively saying that DeAndre Hopkins and Devontae Adams were in the same class last year because they're going to be in the top ten. And in reality, you couldn't be further from the truth. In 14 games, Devontae Adams had 115 receptions, the same amount that DeAndre Hopkins had in 16 games. Hopkins ended up having. 33 more yards than Adams did in two more games. And then you think of this stat. DeAndre Hopkins had six touchdowns last season. Devontae Adams had 18 in 14 games. And so it's not a rain on DeAndre Hopkins day on Fox Sports Radio. It's not what I'm trying to do. But one of these things is not like the other when it comes to this top 10. And I just don't know how you could put those two in the same class. Even Stephon Diggs' numbers are better than what DeAndre Hopkins has on a winning team. And, yeah, the quarterback, yeah, yeah, Josh Allen, but Kyler Murray's running all over the place and throwing the football as well. I just, I it, maybe the maybe it's the reputation of DeAndre Hopkins that ends up putting him on this list. But to me, I was I was surprised to see that he made the top ten. I don't yeah. think the numbers back it up that he deserves to be there. That may, now, I, I can't. I, it's hard to argue against. Yeah, him, though it is. And, How are you right twice in a day like this? this oh is, man, this is we. You, know, I'm you, sit- you need to mark the tape today, buddy. Oh, I'm just going to be counting my money, counting my money, and how, <laughs> right. You know what it is? George doesn't want it, didn't want to tell us, but he kind of wanted to tell us. You know, no, I didn't money. want to tell you. No, oh. it, it's it, it, it's just a we we do a very transparent show. Sure. And, you know, and I, I feel comfortable talking about pretty much anything. And, and so sometimes people, when they're listening to the Rice to Wrong podcast and all that stuff, I've, I've gotten, George, you kind of overshare, but I love these stories. <laughs> and so I don't I don't mind it, um, e- even if it will come off a little 
pretentious every every now and then because uh the guy i do the podcast with ralph um he always jokes at the at the food i eat right because he came to my he's been to my house and all this and he's like george doesn't have regular salt at 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 home i was like who uses iodized table salt i eat pink himalayan sea salt so (laughs) we have both guess which one i use guess which one my wife uses that's Don't tell me to. that you use iodized table Sure, absolutely. Yeah, oh, Lady dude, of the Yellow so Raincoat. it's so salty. So there it is. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. In the umbrella and all. Is it Morton's? Is that who it yes, is? Yes, it's Morton's. Yeah, Morton's. Bro, you you got to step up, man. You got to step step your game up. Hey, it, we, it gives your food better flavor. All right. Well, we have it in the house. It's just that the wife uses that and I use the other. Get, <sighs> See, get George on Twitter we on know, Counting we know, them we, Stacks. We we know who the smart one is and the and the one with the elevated palate. Yeah, so. that's actually that's actually correct. No, get George on Twitter at George Reister. You can find me Dan Byer on Twitter at Dan Byer on Fox. The San Diego Padres are falling and falling fast. Have they hit rock bottom? That answer next year on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, 
or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Doug Gottlieb show on Fox Sports Radio. I'm Dan Byer. He's the NFL vet. George Reister sitting in for Doug today. Discover matches all the cash back you earn in your credit card at the end of your first year. It's amazing because Discover's accepted at 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report limitations apply. George, let's talk some baseball and the guy to do it uh, can fill us in on all of the information on what was an historic day in Major League Baseball yesterday plus the free falling that's going on in San Diego. Joining us now on the program, Fox Sports Major League Baseball analyst and the host of the Fox Sports Flippin' Bats podcast, Ben Verlander joins the program again. Hello, Ben. How are you? What's up, guys? I'm great. Thanks for having me. I'd love to talk about all the positivity in baseball, Miguel Cabrera and Field of Dreams and Little League game and all that stuff. We'll get to that. But Larry Rothschild was canned today as the Padres pitching coach. They're on the outside looking in right now on the NL wild card. Have the Padres hit rock bottom, or could this actually get worse for San Diego right now? Well, you know, it can get worse, but it's pretty bad. (laughs) Um, And I almost feel like this move is kind of like, you know, we need to do something. What do we do? Uh, and you know it makes sense. You got a you got a very talented rotation that just hasn't been doing great all year. Whether it's his fault or not, you know I don't know if it's his fault. But you know you got a guy like Blake Snell who's supposed to come over and put you over the top, and and you're going to be an elite team. And you know Blake just hasn't had a very good year all year. He's had a couple good starts, um, but by and large this rotation hasn't been what what they should have been and what they were supposed to be. Um, so it, it makes sense if you're going to make a move, and it kind of feels like, you, you know, you mentioned it, is this rock bottom? It, it kind of feels like we, we need to do something. What do we do? He's Ben Verlander joining us here on Fox Sports this, Radio, MLB analyst. Go ahead, George. This Padres team, I mean, in the beginning of the season, they're, they're – you know, their series versus the Dodgers. Everybody was like, yo, this team is so good. You know, they're going to compete with the Dodgers, may win a World Series. And now it seems like the wheels are falling off. Is is this in, like, like, if this team misses the playoffs, which they could, how big of a disaster is that? Yeah, if, if they miss the playoffs, it's an absolute disaster. I mean, and like you said, you mentioned the way they played against the Dodgers and and I was I was all on that train. This team is great. It's a great new rivalry. Uh, and look, they they've beaten the Dodgers more often than not this year. It's almost like when they rise to that occasion, um, that they're one of the best teams in the league, which on paper they should be. Um, and if they if if they don't figure it out and make the playoffs, man, what a collapse and what a fiasco. I mean, it's they they're they're paying too much money for guys. Um, and and if, especially if you go out and get a year where Tatis is going to go out and win MVP, which it looks like, hopefully, if he stays healthy, he's going to. If he wins MVP and you still don't get in, what what went wrong this year? And, and it's impossible to put your finger on it. It's just it seems like a million things are going wrong right now. The fact that they're not—if the season ended today, they wouldn't be in the playoffs. That's that's a shame. And and like you said, I, I agree. That would be a, an absolute collapse and a fiasco if they don't make it after all the talk going into this year. 
Fox Sports Major League Baseball analyst Ben Verlander joining us here on the Doug Gottlieb Show. I'm Dan Beyer. He's George Reister sitting in for Doug. Does Shohei Otani win AL MVP and Cy Young in the American League? Um, I, I'm totally sold on MVP. I think, I think it's a wrap. I think he's going to win the MVP award. I think it's very much so deserved. I think this is one of the best seasons we've ever witnessed. Um, but in terms of a Cy Young award, I don't know. The fact that he has even, since that Yankees start, gotten himself into consideration and in that conversation is remarkable. Um, I, I lean towards no with that just because, um, you know, I, I think he doesn't have necessarily the innings everybody else has. It's tough for him. You know, it's, he's not on a five-man rotation. He's kind of on like a six, maybe seven. Let's just figure it out. So he's thrown a hundred innings this year. I don't know if he has the workload for it. But when you start looking at the fact that he's eight and one on the year and seven and zero since the beginning of June, it's like this guy's putting up ridiculous numbers. Um, but I feel like it's going to go towards um, somebody else with probably a bigger workload. But I, I do think the MVP award is locked up on his end. Yeah, and see. When it comes to his MVP award, I agree it's locked up. But for him, it's probably even more than that. He's got to be thinking about money now at this point, right? Because, like, how much is is he worth? Because if you just take him as a hitter alone, he's a $30 million a guy year, a $30 million a year guy. If you take him on his pitching alone, it's probably – 27 million dollar a guy year guy and you put them together you can't pay him 57 million right or like like what does what does 30 plus you know 27 or 30 plus 30 equal in baseball and how soon will the will will the angels do it because i would want my money now if i'm him i'm with you man one what he's gonna set there's no precedent for this we have no idea how he's going to get paid. But one thing we can all agree on is, is he's worth way more than what he's getting right now. Um, he's about to win the MVP award. He's changing baseball right in front of our eyes. He's bringing viewers to the game that have never been seen before. And he's getting paid pennies on the dollar to what he should be. So when his contract is up, which is not this year, I believe after next year. Yes. Um, yeah. What do, you, what, what do you do? Because like you said, if you take his, his net value, uh, as both a position player and a pitcher and put them together, this guy could uh, – is they going to pay him a billion dollars over 10 years? <laughs> what, what are you going to do? Well, so I'm with well, you. I, I'm excited to see what they what they do because it's, really, well, it's really unprecedented. Yeah, well, real, real quick, because after next year, he'll be eligible for salary arbitration. And, and if I'm the Angels, I'm trying to throw a boatload of money at him now because there's no telling how that – if he does not even what he did this year, but just even just – if he does 10% – worse next year than he did this year he'll still have a 40 home run season and you know and pitch really well like our our arbitration is going to be a disaster and then you're gonna and then he's gonna leave in free agency or at least i would like i would try to pay him now right arbitration is going to be a fiasco with him no nobody knows what to do and look, I, I'm the biggest Otani fan in the world. I'm currently drinking water out of my big Otani cup while while wearing my Shohei Otani shirt because I just came from the studio where I recorded my podcast. I got 20 Shohei Otani faces on my shirt right now while I'm talking about him. I love the guy. But if I'm the Angels, I, I don't know if you – I almost want to see another season of him being healthy because that's been the one question mark on him and his career has been he hasn't ever really been healthy until this year and it's incredible and the guy deserves all the money in the world but if I'm the Angels do I throw it all at him hoping to get a little bit better of a deal after this year even though it's still going to be a ton of money or do I make him for two years in a row prove that he can stay healthy and this is the player he is and then after two years of it you're going to it literally might be a billion dollars you're paying the guy though. 
Ben Verlander joining us here on Fox Sports Radio. Last one for you, Ben. You mentioned the pod. A new episode of Flippin' Bats drops tomorrow with special guest Spencer Turnbull of the Tigers. Uh, special day yesterday for the Tigers and Miguel Cabrera, home run number 500. I know you had a relationship with him. What? I don't want to say what are we missing, but I remember when Mike Schmidt hit home run number 500 and he's high, you know, like pumping the knees down the first baseline. Philadelphia is going crazy. I feel like a little bit this 500 just kind of got lost in the shuffle. What what are we missing about Miggy's 500th that he hit yesterday? I actually I actually talked about that recently on this whole since we've been on the Miggy 500 watch over the last what couple weeks it was it seemed and you know we, this year we've seen a bunch of no hitters and it'll start in the fifth or sixth inning and they'll say oh my god no hitter watch get to your TV and it's all anyone's talking about and Miguel Cabrera's on the cusp of hitting 500 homers something that's only been done 27 times before in the game of baseball in history. And it's not really talked about much. Uh, I mean, it is, but it really isn't. And so I'm kind of with you. Um, I, I wish it had been talked about more. I wish it had. I wish it had been done in Detroit because they were, they were, lively and ready in Detroit. From everything I heard and people I know there were just saying the the, the vibe and the the buzz is back in the city because of this. Um, so I'm with you there. It just you know it was so cool to see yesterday. It, it meant so much to me personally just because I have known him since I've been 12 or 13 years old and he really helped me in my baseball career and in more ways than he probably knows and then to get drafted and to be in the same dugout with him and to be on the same team together in spring training um, you know it was really cool for me I'm really happy for him I'm really happy for the city of Detroit I got emotional yesterday just watching it because it was He's really special, and, and you know, I, I know him and, and know the kind of guy he is and how much fun he has playing this game and seeing him bounce around the dugout with the team and take a curtain call in Toronto. It was, it was really, really awesome. So I'm so pumped for him to get to 500, and not a lot of people realize how close he is to 3,000 hits, which he'll probably get to at the beginning of next year, and then he'll be the seventh player in history to ever do both, which is insane. Follow Ben Verlander on Twitter, at Ben Verlander. You can get the podcast on Fox Sports, Flippin' Bats. You can find the Twitter account for that, at Flippin' Bats Pod. Ben, we appreciate the time. And, uh, yeah, we're entering the stretch run. September will be here before we know it. We'll catch up again soon. Of course. I'd love to. Thanks, as always, for having me, guys. It is back. He's George Reister. I'm Dan Bayer. John Ramos is in the hot seat as we sit in for Doug Gottlieb today in a game that we like to call Jagon. Or off. Yes, George Reister, of course, spent six years in the National Football League, doing so as a member of the Jacksonville Jaguars. We test John Ramos' knowledge on the history of Jaguar players. He's got to tell us if this player was on or off the Jaguars. John, simple enough for you? Oh, it's it's very simple, and it's going to be a lot of fun. I, I look forward to this. Steve has got the role of judge. So, John, if your answer is correct, you will hear... And if it is incorrect, you will hear that. That's how it works here on Jagon or off. George and I will alternate in giving John names of J- potential Jaguar players. And John just has to tell us if they've ever donned a Jaguar uniform. I will start and I will start with a name that we are all very familiar with. Tori Holt. Okay. Former Jagon or off. Well, as a Rams fan, you know, Tori Holt, I, I loved him. Not sure if he played for the Jaguars, but I'm thinking hard. I'm going to say, I'm going to take it out on a limb and say he did. Yes. Yes, he did yeah. in 2009. I, I completely forgot about that. But yeah, Tory Holt was a member of the Jacksonville Jaguars at one point. John Ramos, you have one point on the board. Mm. <laughs> we are <laughs> we are going to go with Lyndon B. Johnson Jr. Mm. I know Lyndon Baines Johnson. He was our president, but I'm not sure about Lyndon. I'm going to say no. Oh, John, he uh, played defensive line uh, for the Jaguars in 2018. Mm. Lyndon B. Johnson <laughs> Jr. All right. All right, John. So far, one of two. Okay. Mm. What about Adam Papagon? <laughs> I'm going to say no. 
impact. That is correct. He is one of the 46 names on the recall ballot for governor <laughs> in the state of California <laughs> with the with the credentials yes. for governor of entertainer slash tour guide. <laughs> one of your 46 options huh? if you don't want Gavin Newsom in an office. <laughs> You could go to Adam uh, Papagon. That's how I'm going to say it. John Ramos is two for three. Oh, boy. All right. We will go with Clint Ingram. Mm. Jeez. I, uh, that name doesn't even ring a bell. I'm going to say he did play for the Jags. You are correct, no. sir. <laughs> Linebacker from Oklahoma who played while I was there. I knew he was a former uh, George teammate because he completely went off script, leaving <laughs> Steve DeSager hanging in the wind. He's like, where's Clint Ingram? What does he care? He's team? got all the money. He doesn't uh, care. Uh, three of four. All right, John. What about Jack Sonville? Did he ever play for the Jaguars? <laughs> I'm going to say no. Yeah, that's just Jacksonville. Just oh, with different. Oh, very good. Very good. <laughs> Jacksonville. Florida. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. Couldn't, couldn't throw that speedball by you. Johnny knew it right away. Four of five. All right. All right. Let's try this one. George <laughs> Jones. Mm. By the way, this is the theme from Jag. If you're not listening, <laughs> oh, on the very podcast. good. Thank yes. you. And Jag on or off? Uh, <laughs> I would say he did play for the Jags. Yes, yes, he did. In 1998, one of their halfbacks. That was even pre-George Reister days wow. in Jacksonville. Wow, you are good at this game. And a couple of hit records, let's not forget. <laughs> <George> what, <Jones>. <laughs> <laughs> what, about, what about Jim Davis? Ooh, Jim Davis. Mm, I would say no. Not only did he develop Garfield, but he also played for the Jaguars <laughs> really? in okay. 2005. No, different Jim Davis. Okay. <laughs> As Garfield would deal. say, big yeah. fat hairy deal. <laughs> there you go. Uh, defensive lineman for the Jaguars in 2005. Was that during your time? Do you even remember a Jim Davis, George? What? Never heard of that dude. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You are five of seven, Not John bad. Ramos. Not bad. No. So far, so good. Okay. Uh, Jamal Fudge. <laughs> oh, man. I would say no. You are wrong, sir. Oh, he was a Jaguar. Oh, He's, no. Great George, name, though. We, we, again, Steve DeSager completely <laughs> hung out to dry. <laughs> Okay. He has a list of names that are Jaguars and aren't, and George is going completely off script. We all wanted to know that there was a guy actually in the league named Jamal oh. Fudge. All right. I don't even know. Did you get that right? I, 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 I did, no, it was I wrong. No. Okay, no, it was yeah, wrong. So five of yeah. eight. Okay, five of eight. All right, a couple more for you. Oh, what man. about Denver Stoner? <laughs> I hope he didn't play for the Jags. No, I would say no. Yeah. You are correct. Okay. But he is also on the ballot for the governor of state of California, <laughs> if they recall Gavin Newsom. Of He's all the states. Alpine County deputy sheriff. Mm. It's not just a guy who's high in the Mile High City. <laughs> Denver Stoner is an actual name on wow. the ballot. John, you are six of nine. Yeah. You, you've got a couple more mm -hmm. to try to break that double-digit score. He's having a great Andy Dalton day. Yeah. yeah yes, he is. <laughs> All right. That is funny, dude. <laughs> All right. We will go with. <laughs> oh, just think up somebody else from 1999 Jaguars. Right. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. There's we... literally a piece of paper in front of George with names. All he has to do is read them. It's a non-union co-host. With Brent Grays. Mm. <laughs> I'm going to say yes. Wrong! I just oh, made that name up. Oh, there you uh, go, Brent Grays. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. Finally. Because I don't know where this game is going. All you right. could say that about every game on this show. Six of ten, John. You got to at least get this one right to finish uh, above five. I don't know why I decided to go off script. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I'm sorry. What about Aubrey Graham? Mm. I love that name, though. Aubrey Graham. I'm going to say... For a C in today's game, I'm going to say he did play. Oh. I'm sorry, John. That's Drake's real name. Oh, yeah, I'm <laughs> oh sorry, my John, God. How did you not know name. that? I don't know. I thought sorry, it was John, that plus size Drake's model, but no, oh. it, is, it is Drake. <laughs> that's I think that's Ashley Graham. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. who it is. Way to play dumb Steve. Also, uh, she yeah, did what, not. I think it's that model. She did not play for the Jaguars. That's true. <laughs> Let's go, George. It's your last turn. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Final one. Okay. Let's try this. Tom Chris, Coughlin. No, no Chris Hansen. <laughs> huh? I'm going to say yes. Yes, you are 100% right. He's the guy. And, and he's the guy who chopped his leg because oh, Jack yes. Del Rio put the, the wood in there. Keep and his motto was wood. keep yes. chopping wood. And he and he put a sharp axe in there. And oh, then he my cut God. through the side. It bounced off his... the log and oh. into his own leg. Jeez. Yes. Did he ever walk in the locker room and say, I'm Chris Hansen. I'm just a great line. <laughs> That's what I thought it was. That's uh, why do you have a bottle of vodka with a 14-year-old? I don't think they would want Chris Hansen showing up at the locker room. <laughs> That's what I thought it was. Oh, man. All right. I think he got 7 to 12. I actually have no idea. There it is. Jag on or off here on Fox Sports Radio. Good tell, job. Tell me that this is not the best Jag on or off ever. Well, ask Steve DeSager, who was left high and dry for about five names. It was the cat that was supposed to tell you if you're right or wrong, George. This doesn't happen on Jeopardy. Even these days, this doesn't happen on Jeopardy. I'm, I'm sure my four-month-old son will appreciate the time I didn't spend with him to make this game, just so George could go off well, script. That'll come up in therapy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man. Get George on Twitter, at George Weister. You can find me on Twitter, at Dan Byer on Fox. And, John, if they wanted to reach you on Twitter, where could they do so? Uh, at JS Ramos 06. Coming up Whoa. next on the Doug Gottlieb Show, it's a great day for one NFL team. We'll tell you why next year on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. He's George Reister. I'm Dan Beyer. Sitting in for Doug today, having fun on a Monday. Before we wrap things up, we head to the news desk with Steve DeSager, who's got... The press. All of the headlines of the day, the stories that we may have missed and get to respond to. What's going on, Steve? Guys, we mentioned earlier, good day for Indianapolis. is center Ryan Kelly returned from injury. Colts All-Pro guard Quentin Nelson returned from foot surgery today. And Carson Wentz, the quarterback who had foot surgery just three weeks ago, returned to limited practice. He is optimistic about playing week one. Worst timelines since cable TV. <laughs> well, we'll be there between 8 a.m. and 4 p.m. weeks. My good, yeah, seriously. Like, they didn't even hit that. Like, they, they missed it. They gave us every possible range. Some were saying, oh, I could be ready for week one. Oh, me may not return until November. And now he's back practicing. I know it's not a sure thing that he's playing week one. But my goodness, that window was ridiculous in the first place. With a growing injury. Yeah, yeah, that probably would have been worse than what they were dealing with. But The Seattle Seahawks today waived quarterback Alex Magoo, so season over. Magoo over the weekend, two interceptions, two-time sack. They lost at home 33-30-3 to the Denver Broncos. Correct me if I'm wrong, Seahawks fan. They still have Geno Smith, right? It's yes, over, yeah. Oh, he, well, yeah, he everything's play. fine. On to the playoffs. Sean, yeah, Sean Mannion also got some snaps. <laughs> Denver got revenge from Super Bowl 48. With yes, that's exactly. Exactly what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Some sort of safety on the first snap. I don't recall this past weekend. Uh, there was an item, uh, one of the weekend NFL columns, Yahoo's Charles Robinson, about Deshaun Watson that he has yet to be placed on the commissioner's exempt list. And he would need to be interviewed before the league can suspend him. That's the personal Ooh. conduct policy. And that's not going to happen as long as Watson's criminal case is under investigation. The NFL can't intercede. And that's a loophole, he says, that would allow Watson to at least be in team meetings or practice all season. That if you compare it to Antonio Brown's case a couple of years ago, there was not a criminal investigation there. And the league could conduct and, and conclude its own investigation into him as they saw fit. 
Dude, this is a disaster of a situation, and it's going to play out because there is so much on both sides that makes you question, like, how does this make sense? And, I mean, for the team, they are in a unique position, too, because they are some way involved in it or as well. And they have legal implications as well. And then you're just like, is he on the team? Is he not off the team? Is he practicing? Are you holding him out? Or is he not? It, this is the weirdest thing that you're ever going to see. And finally, the Baltimore Orioles are off, although you could say that's been the case for a while. They have lost 18 straight games. The Orioles will host the Angels tomorrow night. Baltimore's record this season, aren't they glad it's a full season this year? 38-85. and 85. The last time we had a full season, uh, 2019, they lost 108 games. The year before that, the Orioles lost 115. They're already 38 and 85, I'm sure, back into the L column this week. If the Orioles and Diamondbacks played in your living room, would you go watch? (laughs) Yeah, because that would be entertaining inside a house. (laughs) Hey, get out there and press. That was the press. Uh, George, are you still counting money? Or are we uh, we done with that? Are we on to something else? Nah, man, I'm on to something else, man. Oh, man, it was fun today. He's George Reister. I'm Dan Beyer. This has been the Doug Gottlieb Show at Fox Sports Radio. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.